last night we actually got back to our room at a decent hour, like probably half past eight. It was about nine o'clock, I think. I was shattered. I just put on Sky and watched a movie and just blobbed out on the couch. Yeah, zonked. Shattered. (laughs) Yeah. But like I said, I I knew it wasn't going to be a holiday, and um, I I was just like, if if he doesn't text me back, I'm not going to chase it because I know that you've been busy and uh, there'll be other times to catch up. But, uh, yeah, I hope you uh, enjoyed your very fleeting visit down in Christchurch if you got to see any of it. Not really. I got (laughs) to see the inside of an office and the inside of a car and a restaurant. That was about it in the motel room. Oh, yeah, the uh, boss shouted you a feed, did he? Yeah, no, he's a good bugger, eh? Yeah. We went out for dinner on, uh, when was I down there? It was Wednesday night, we went out and had Thai for tea. Yeah. Quite nice. And then uh, Thursday night, we went out to this little, like, it was weird. It was like an Italian restaurant with Western food run by Asians, but it was really good food. Yeah. <laughs> Sounds good. That's the thing, though, like, travelling for work is never good on the waste. It's never nah. good on the waistline, uh, because obviously... You buy every meal. I mean, who goes yep. to the fucking supermarket for work trips, right? <laughs> yeah, especially when the boss is paying. Yeah, exactly. Even better. Did you remember on Sunday to put your clocks back an hour? Only just, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Only because my wife told me. Yeah, I, I fully forgot about it too. But here's the thing, because I run the Fire Brigade Facebook page and also run the Facebook page for the radio station that I work on, Lake FM, and I put reminders on those pages for people to put their clocks back and check their smoke alarms, etc. because it's always a good time to check your smoke alarm when the clocks go back. And I woke up on Sunday morning and I'd just completely forgotten myself. <laughs> and it wasn't, yeah, it wasn't until I actually got up and saw the clock in the dining room had been changed. I thought, fuck, that's weird. Oh... Um, But here's the thing though We're now entering into that six month period every year Where my car clock is wrong (laughs) (laughs) Can't be arsed changing it Uh, It'll be be right soon (laughs) Yeah I'll just just take an hour off that For the next six months and then it'll be right again later (laughs) Anyway yeah uh, You reminded me of something then though Because I totally forgot to check our smoke alarms Which is bad of me I need to go and do that. Or maybe I should do it in the middle of the night just to piss everyone off. <laughs> I reckon you should. Actually, well, well, just to piss them off even more, once you've tested them all, get the vacuum cleaner out and uh, give them a bit of a clean because they can get dusty. Yeah. And that's what can set them off. So, yeah, once you've tested them at midnight, get the vacuum cleaner out as well. <laughs> oh, dear. Oh, just to annoy everyone. <laughs> Yeah. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Um, but anyway, that's the thing, though, because um, obviously I, I think I cope better with the hour going back. Yeah, I do. It almost makes me go to bed a little bit earlier because I feel quite tired. Yeah, yeah. Um, when you actually get up, you, actually, you can actually manage to get out of bed at the right hour of the morning. Yeah. Like, I'm always one of those people that when my alarm goes off, I'm like, uh, 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 <laughs> try, and get, <laughs> try and get out of bed. Yeah, well, that's it. And uh, the, here's the thing, though, is that I'm awake at four o'clock in the morning now where my alarm would normally go off at five. So that's annoying. Um, yeah. So, but that'll, I'll get used to that. But here's the thing, though toddlers, they don't give a fuck. It's no. the same when you're hungover. They don't care. <laughs> yeah, When they're awake, yeah. so should you be. And here's the thing, though. What it means, though, is that it, obviously it's, 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 very, um, it, it's lighter mornings for a little while, but then it gets darker earlier at night. And here's the thing. I was driving home from work tonight, and I was just watching the sunset because it's bloody clear in Christchurch tonight, beautiful sunset, yep. but I could see it had a real greeny tinge to it. And I thought, fuck, there's been a bit of talk about, um, and I've seen photos as well of the southern lights, the aurora. 
Oh, yeah. And I thought that that's happened recently. And I thought, fuck, it's looking really weirdly green tonight. So I'm just wondering, I might pop out later and just go see if the southern lights are back out tonight. That'd be quite cool to see. Yeah, yeah. I'm going to have a look, see if I can see them from my place. Yeah, well, <laughs> who knows? You might. I mean, it's quite surprising how far up they can come, the, uh, come up the country. Yeah, I've seen them before, eh? When uh, me and the missus flew from Canada to London oh, years yeah. ago. Yeah, we're looking out the plane window, you know, and we're flying way up north somewhere over the bloody Arctic or something. I don't know where it was, but it was, yeah, you could see the green wave in the sky, eh? It freaking looked cool. Oh, that would look amazing from a plane, too. Yeah, 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 especially at night because they tend to dim their lights right down or turn the lights off, so you don't have much light pollution. Yeah, yeah no, it was cool. Yeah. Pretty cool, well, like almost once in a lifetime type thing. Yeah, absolutely, yeah. All right, anyway, let's crack into it. Two, three, four, five, down the tools and up the mic. A truly guy, a radio guy, two best mates chatting on the fly. We're musos, we're dads, we're completely the same. We'll yarn about anything, it's all fair game One hits nails, and one nails hits We'll review good beers, and just shoot the sh** We're R&B, and Andy G And this is Tradio, Tradio 41, if I'm almost ca- matching my age <laughs> Yeah Because <laughs> so what are you now, are you 42? 40 Rua. Ah, 42. Right. Yeah, okay. Yeah, because I'm. Yeah, yeah, that's right, because we're a year apart, roughly. Yeah. Um, yeah. But anyway, yeah, so episode 41, and uh, we've just had April Fool's Day. And uh, did the kids play any jokes at all? My daughter did. You know what she did? No, what did she do? She um, <laughs> decided that she'd get up in the morning, she's gonna, she snuck out in the lounge, and she got the sugar container, and she lined, lined it with cloth, and then she filled it to the top with salt. So, and we didn't realise until uh, oh, the missus was making apple crumble a couple of nights later. Oh no! And she went to put the <laughs> she took a scoop out and she looked at it and she put some in and she went that doesn't look like sugar and she's like what's going on here? Is it little taste? And then Ugh, it's freaking salt. <laughs> who put the? And she thought who put icing sugar because it was a real fine ground salt. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> who put icing sugar in there? And Chloe started laughing. And then, yeah, we realised that none of us really have sugar anymore. So it was just sitting there for a few days until we actually needed it. So, yeah, <laughs> she got one. us. Um, <laughs> my oldest daughter, Ashlyn, played a couple of pranks, actually, but my wife was the victim of both of them. Uh, what she'd done, there were a couple of clever ones, just like Chloe's, actually, is that what she'd done is she'd drawn a spider on a piece of toilet paper. It was actually quite a good drawing of a spider, but what she'd done is she's hidden it within the toilet <laughs> roll. Uh, so when my wife... <laughs> Pulled the toilet roll. She got a fright of her life when this fucking spider came out of it. Um, <laughs> I thought that was very clever because uh, I heard this shrill scream and like we all came bounding to the other side of the house and then eventually we saw what it was and had a good laugh about it. But then the other it could one be in a better place if it, if you know, if it gives you the shits, then it could be in a better place. <laughs> yeah. Um, and the other one was that my uh, daughter Ashlyn decided that she was going to put sellotape around the top of the mixer tap. So. When the water <laughs> when the water comes out, it sprays at you. Yeah, <laughs> and I had no idea she'd done it. My wife went to use the tap, and we've got quite a good, you know, pressure system in the house. <laughs> and my wife flicks it on; she got absolutely drenched. And I thought that was very, very good. 
clever. But this is it though, you know, when the kids start to grow up a little bit more and they get into these things, you've really got to watch your back because... Uh, yeah. But, I didn't have time this year. I hadn't even really thought about it, eh? But maybe next year I'm going to try and, you know, we'll do some good pranks. Yeah. yeah. I'll, try, I'll try and get the kids the old glad wrap in the doorway. <laughs> that's a good one, eh? Actually, yeah. yeah, that's a good one. I've seen it with a glad wrap across the doorway, but it's got like a, like, oh no, something sticky on it. And when they when they take it off their face, their face is sticky, and then they hit a trip wire, which sets off a fan that blows chicken feathers at them. That'd be a good one, wouldn't it? <laughs> <laughs> uh, have we, you seen that guy on the internet that does all the him and his missus play pranks on each other and they're always they the always balloons? shoot those those boom guns you know they're like the confetti guns yeah you seen yeah. that couple is it one where they're, they're hanging balloons full of stuff off the ceiling and he shoots the balloon yeah, he and shoots it with a nerf gun or something yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah and then it's the confetti yeah. cannon eh boof yeah. yeah every time afterwards <laughs> yeah, I think I think he's a cop <laughs> I think he's a cop because some of his videos, he's coming home from work and he's in his uniform. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so At good, least they've got a sense of humour. Yeah, but the fucking mess, though. Yeah, yeah. That's shit everywhere. It's got to be worth <laughs> it. But then their house is absolutely stunning, so they must have a bit of coin and probably pay someone else to do it. Yeah, yeah. Imagine the cleaner coming cleaner. in every fucking day and they're like, ah, oh, they've done it again. <laughs> Not this shit again. Motherfuckers don't pay me enough for this crap. <laughs> I went to the Speedway on Saturday night. I saw you, a picture of you in the car, like shunting the other cars along. Yeah, man, it's so good because they have to push start the sprint cars and uh, they do it yeah. with all of their, what they call their push cars, which are basically just four by fours. And um, like you get some real pace to get these things going, eh? And you're on this yeah. mud track, it's just insanely good fun. Yeah, and starting, you know, it's not it's not a view I can say I've ever had before. So it was quite a neat experience to be sitting in there pushing, push starting these sprint cars at the speedway. Yeah. How'd you get into that? Like you, you were doing a bit of commentary there or something as well. No, so we were, they're doing fire cover. So oh, yeah. yeah, so yeah. it's just through the volunteer fire brigade. We were just covering some firefighters who would normally be there. They weren't. They couldn't make it, so we covered for them. And I basically had my own top end of the of the whole speedway track to look after and one of my colleagues was down the other end and then we had a couple of other ones who were sitting in a vehicle a response vehicle in the middle yeah so what happens is if something happened at the other end of the track my mates and the ones in the vehicle would run down there and sort that if it happened at my end i would deal with it and my mates would come up in the car yeah and uh, we got our fair share um at my end i had one Entanglement. So there were four of the cars that crashed into each other, and we had to try and untangle them all. And then, uh, <laughs> not too much longer after that, we got an actual fire. So there's me running up to it, and we only we didn't have hoses or anything. Um, I had a uh, a powder, a fire extinguisher, yeah. and um, yeah. So I went and put out a fire on one of the stock cars, and uh, yeah, it was quite an intense fire too. But the uh, yeah. the powder fire extinguishers work an absolute treat. So yeah, definitely got a bit of action. It was good. Yeah. Bit of excitement for the evening, eh? Well, yeah, but that's the thing, though. You've got to be careful how much of this powder you spray onto these engines because you don't want to be getting that shit into the carburetor. And they'll be spending a hundred grand at least on these engines as well, so you don't want to fuck yeah, them up yeah. too much. I mean, I bugger the motor up. I realise they're on fire, but it doesn't take a lot of powder to put the fire out, so you've got to try and be very sparing. Yeah. 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 You, know, you don't the, get, too, get too carried away. Oh, that's it. Imagine, you know, <clears> if it was salv- the engine was salvageable, but then... They couldn't really salvage it because the firefighter had put too much fucking white powder on it. Uh, imagine having a fucking foot that bill. Mm. Yeah. Talking about firefighters, I was going to show you this. Have you recognised you recognise those? Yeah, it's the top of a standpipe, isn't it? So did you make that? Yeah, I make all these bits. 
I'm making them again. This is the ones I did last year. And what are you making that for? For the for the firefighter challenge for the Sky Tower. Oh, really? These are the trophies. These are the trophies. Yeah, and it's got another shaft comes out the out the bottom. Oh, that's bloody awesome. Or platform. Yeah. So. Yeah, I love it. Yeah, so for those that don't know, a standpipe is what the firefighters put into the uh, the hydrants in the ground. So they lift the yellow caps off and uh, put screw these into the ground, and you're making miniature ones for trophies. That's yeah. awesome. Yeah. Yeah, for the Sky Tower Challenge. For oh no, you can probably explain that better than what I can. Yeah, well, the Sky Tower okay. Challenge. I've done that a couple of times actually. It's um very rewarding. But yeah, basically, um, up to a thousand firefighters have to climb the entire Sky Tower in Auckland. Was it 1,131 steps, I think it is, and there's either the 44-floor option or the 54-floor option. The 54-floor yep. option... Way, it's just about spewing by the time you get to the top. Oh, mate, it's insane, <laughs> yeah. And the firefighters do it in all their gear, and uh, some of them can opt to do it with their breathing gear on, which I've done twice, and it's intense, like, it's fucking intense. You've got to train for it, eh? And yeah. I wish I'd trained a bit more when I did mine, but I was happy because I did mine. <laughs> I did mine one year in like twenty-one minutes fifty-three, and then I was, took a little bit longer the next time. But then the guy that keeps winning it every year, and it's not—I mean, it's not a competition. It's just a nice personal challenge, and it's fundraising for um, blood can- uh, leukemia and blood cancer. And um, yeah. the the guy that gets up there the fastest does it in like seven minutes. That's hauling like, ass. That's saying, insane fucking speed. Absolutely, and yeah. he just does the entire Sky Tower. All 1,100 steps in like seven minutes with all his gear on. It's just incredible. He must be pretty damn fit. Fuck yeah, yeah. This, he is pretty fit. That's why they always let him go first. He's always the first one up. Yeah, I'd have a heart attack halfway up, I think, <laughs> and I'd need the rest of the firefighters to come and rescue me. Yeah, well, we start... <laughs> <laughs> well, at least you're in the right place. But that's the thing. Mm. You start about two or three floors down, so you've actually done three floors before you're back on ground level. And by the yeah. time I got to ground level, I was like, is this it? <laughs> yeah. can, I, uh, can I stop now? <laughs> yeah. Well, I tell you what, though, when you get to, like, level 25 or something like that, there's a, a water table, and there's somebody there with ice-cold bottles of water. And, you know, when you've got your face mask on, you don't really want to have a drink, but when they pour it down your back, it is the greatest feeling. Because <laughs> <laughs> like, you just point down your neck, and they just pour it down your back. It's the fucking best. Anyway, yeah. Now, more to the point, though. You're making the trophies this year, and that I reckon is quite a privilege. Yeah, it's quite cool. I'll, hopefully, if I if I watch the news the night, you know, they usually have it on the news afterwards, mm. so we might actually get to see my trophies on the news. That'd be quite cool. How many do you have to make? Uh, sixteen of them. Yep. Oh, okay. They made we made thirteen last year, and then a couple of bigger ones for the top guys. But this year they're making them all the same size. So even the number one guy gets the same sizes. Yeah. Must be different. I guess it's different groups like youth and women's and all the different things. Yep. So is that um, made by you and your own machine or is that made through the company you're working for now? No, no. This is made by my machine. Yeah, I, I, I turn all these bits up and another guy, he makes up the steel bits and yeah. welds that together and stuff. And then this just all gets pressed together. These just, these just come apart. Yeah, just caps. It just comes apart. It's all just press fit. So oh, that's awesome. Do they come on say. like a wooden on a wooden plinth or anything like that? Or yeah, they get like a little wooden thing made up. I don't make that, but that's another guy who makes those bits. Yeah, and polished all up and that, and engraved on top, and then oh, these bloody sit good. on top of them. I'll be keen to see a photo of it when they're done. Yeah, I, I, I probably I don't know if I'll get to see the finished product and might, once they go because all the parts get put together, and then they go to the guy who's got the timber, ah. and then they go from there to the yeah. to the 
whoever, I guess, takes them to the Sky Tower Challenge. Yeah. Oh, that's bloody good, man. Like, yeah, what an awesome contract to have, like, yeah, for such a good cause too. Yeah, yeah. So when the guy approached me about it, I, thought, I was like, oh, really? Are they for that? And he's, yeah. So I thought, oh, okay, yeah, no, that'd be cool. Oh, bloody so, good. Training. I suppose it uh, takes a bit longer to build one of those things than it does uh, building something out of Lego. <laughs> which uh, t- which takes me on to my next thing is that Lego has really sort of taken precedence in this house again now. Um, yeah. You know how sort of things go in and out of phases? Well, the, the Lego phase is fully back in the house now, and I'm absolutely loving it because I've gone through all my Lego and I've found a lot of my booklets for instruction booklets of uh, various things that I used to have back in the day. I mean, you look at this, see that folder? Yeah. It's, it's just full of Lego instructions. And uh, <laughs> so, yeah, so I've been making all sorts of things that I used to have back in the 80s because uh, I've still got my original Lego and I've got an airport set so it comes with a helicopter or a plane the actual airport itself the control tower it's got the little um, uh, suitcase gurneys etc right. and uh, I, I got sort of most of the way through the plane I was like yeah man this is looking good I fucking just exactly how I remember it back in the day and two of the roof hinges are missing I was like fuck because I've made this thing in the last 10 years as well and I couldn't find the hinges anywhere and then I remembered that my mum had taken a couple of handfuls of Lego so she could have some at her place for my brother's kids (laughs) <laughs> and so I gave her a call and I said oh have you, have you got these pieces I explained what they were we had a video call and she looked through and she was like oh is it this and I was like no and she showed me a few other ones and my heart sank because I thought fuck these pieces are lost anyway she goes oh hang on a minute and she moved something and she found the pieces I'm looking for so I can actually finish my uh, <laughs> I can finish my plane <laughs> so that's you not courier them down to you yeah yeah well she's coming down in a couple of weeks anyway so she's going to bring them I said to her don't courier them because if they get fucking lost then I'm going to be very disappointed Um, but yeah just going back to you know the work you've been doing on making those standpipes for the firefighter trophies I'd say Lego's not quite up there as good as that but uh, the Lego thing is probably (laughs) the best I can do Lego's good fun though eh? neither of us are as good as our mate Edwin no he's he's a Lego legend that man well that's right and it wasn't so long ago that he'd applied to be on the Lego Masters TV program, but then he decided not to do it um, for various personal reasons. But it's almost back on our TV screens again, Lego Masters, I've noticed. It's back on soon. Yeah. And um, I was watching a trailer for it on Facebook just earlier today, and I was looking at some of the comments underneath it, because, I mean, it's not for everyone, but the thing is the people that it's not for like to make it known. Pricks. <laughs> um, but I, I saw this fantastic comment under there that someone said this, and it said, Lego Masters is back on soon, which is great. And uh, they said, well, do you know what? The losers of the challenges, what they should actually do is smash up their creations and have to walk over it barefoot before they leave. And I thought, <laughs> that is so good. How, how funny is that? I mean, imagine it on Lego <laughs> Masters. If you lose, you've got to leave. Bef- uh, before you leave, you've got to walk over your own creations barefoot. <laughs> Smashed yep. on the and ground. It, and as we all know, Lego is painful to stand on. No, it is very painful. <laughs> I remember back in the day working on More FM and the Coromandel, my co-host Michelle dared me to bring all my Lego in and actually m- make a Lego gauntlet and walk across it. Um, and to be honest <laughs> with you, I think w- w- standing on a single piece of Lego is probably worse than walking on collective Lego because yeah, I think collective Lego, you've got more <laughs> yeah. of a surface to walk on. Yeah, distributes the weight a bit more. Yeah, it does, yeah. So <laughs> it, it, wasn't, it wasn't as bad, but... But standing on a single piece of Lego, especially on a hard floor, is not fun. No. Because <laughs> <laughs> you've got a fair bit of Lego at your place, haven't you? Yeah, the kids have taken over the end room. 
It's yep. the first time this weekend we've just gone as the first time in ages that it's actually been packed away. <laughs> okay. You can see the floor, Jesus just carved in Lego in there, right? Yeah. Well, it's funny because when you're vacuuming the house, you're just vacuuming away. Next minute you hear this going down the tube. You're like, oh, fuck, I've just sucked up another piece. Yeah. You think, oh, no, what was that? I hope that wasn't a critical bit. So that's when you've got to start dismantling your vacuum cleaner. Yeah. And if you listen to the last podcast, when you're dismantling your vacuum cleaner, you find a mouse living in there. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> but we haven't had a mouse problem yeah, for a no. while now, so that's good. That's good. You know, the kids have, the kids have been doing the Lego thing. Ours has just gone out of fashion, I think, you hear? Ah. So Chloe, Chloe made her, uh, she got a Harry Potter castle thing for Christmas. So she just made that again the other day. That's sitting on the floor in there, I noticed. So well, that probably would have cost about $10,000. Yeah, yeah. Had to donate a kidney to get it, I think. So not <laughs> oh, cheap that stuff anymore. I wondered why you'd pulled away from drinking. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Down a kidney. Yeah. How are the kids anyway? Yeah, good. Yeah. Good, busy. Growing up too fast. Always. Blake's, Blake's about as tall as his mother now and needs a flipping haircut. He looks like a... Looks right. like a drongo. He's got hair right, right down past his eyes and, <laughs> and so needs a haircut. He's almost as tall as Aaron. Yeah, man, he's getting pretty close. He's Chloe is, eh? Chloe's as tall as her mother now. That just goes to show how long it's been since I've seen your kids, actually, because I remember they weren't as tall as Aaron last time I saw them. Oh, yeah, well, that was, what, September, October, November, December, so last year sometime. <laughs> yeah. Uh, October. So in oh, six oh. months, really, she's they've both sprouted up heaps, man. Yeah. Yeah, Chloe's growing like like a bloody sprout. So Yeah, well, they're at the age where that happens, eh? Yeah. Um, like Mia, my middle kid, she has been off school the last couple of days. She's uh, She went to a, a friend's birthday party on Saturday night and we found out they were all up until 3 a.m. Uh, they were actually got, they were, here's the thing, it was the later 3 a.m. because what happened was is they were looking at the clock and it went to 3 o'clock and then it moved back to 2 again. Uh, so then they stayed up until the new 3 o'clock as well. So in theory it was 4 o'clock the old time that they stayed up until, and she was a bit of a wreck on Sunday, and she went to bed for a few hours, but then come Monday, she still wasn't right, and uh, talking of bed is making you yawn, and Ooh. she she spent a few hours in bed on Sunday, and it wasn't right on Monday, wasn't right again today, so she's had two days off school, but the thing is though, I got a text from my wife, because I was at work today, and I got a text from my wife at about 10 o'clock saying, I'm fucking sick of these kids already. Um, <laughs> Because here's the thing, because the toddler is still at home, yeah. uh, she's not quite at kinder yet, uh, and Mia in the middle, uh, they're both very headstrong, right? right? They're yep. both very headstrong kids. And when my wife texted me at 10 o'clock this morning and said, I'm fucking sick of these kids, they're like, because Mia just winding up the toddler. <laughs> and because they're both so headstrong, they clash quite a lot. Yeah. And they both know what they want. They both don't like what each other does. And and because they're so headstrong, I said to my wife, well, to me, that sounds like a bit of science. And she's like, what do you mean? And I said, well, have you ever seen an immovable object meet an unstoppable force? <laughs> and she was like, fuck, that is the best way to explain them. <laughs> <laughs> because it is. I mean, if you Google that, you'll, you'll see the results. It's quite an interesting result. But if an unstoppable yeah. force meets an immovable object, you have got yourself a bit of an issue. Um, yep. <laughs> science, bitch. Um, 
But anyway, so that was her day today, and uh, yeah, the kid, I mean, she's just going back to school tomorrow because apparently she was fine. Um, yeah. But yeah, anyway, that's the update on the kids. They're all okay, apart from that. <laughs> Yeah, no, they grow up too fast, so I mate. Oh, mate, Very it's just fast. incredible. Uh, right, do you fancy a bit of a dad joke off? Ah, uh, could do, yeah. Dad jokes are bad jokes, but actually they're good jokes because we're dads. Now, I used to be addicted to using soap, but thankfully these days I'm completely clean. <laughs> Humpty Dumpty had a great fall. Summer wasn't bad either. <laughs> oh, I like it. Well, Lance is a very uncommon name these days, but in medieval times, people named Lance a lot. <laughs> What's the best way to plan a party in space? No idea. You plan it. <laughs> oh, the answer was in the joke. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, if a bra is an over-the-shoulder boulder holder, then what is a jock strap? It's an under-the-butt nut hut. <laughs> oh, I like that one. That's good. I got a I got a soap joke like uh, similar to yours. Oh, very good. <laughs> Did you hear about the soap stealing robber? Did oh, he make a clean getaway? Oh, close. <laughs> oh no, okay. He decided to come clean. Oh. <laughs> Actually, just in regards, in regards to your planet joke, I'd love to know how the Earth rotates. That would totally make my day. <laughs> you know, I used to be afraid of painting, but I eventually brushed it off. <laughs> now I've got a mate who's blind, and last Christmas I got him a cheese grater. He said it was the most violent book he's ever read. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> oh, that's a good one. <laughs> Why did the invisible man turn down the job offer? I don't know. And couldn't see himself doing it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, very good. Dad jokes are bad jokes, but actually they're good jokes because we're dads. Oh, well, that's another good dad joke off. In fact, here's something I want to sort of uh, sow the seed for for the next podcast, which I'm hoping we can record on a Saturday so we can have a few quiets because it's been a while since we had a beer together, mate. Yep, has. And um, I just want to put this out there. Things you couldn't get your head around as a kid. <laughs> and there was uh, the reason why this has sort of uh, come to fruition is because I was watching telly the other night. I can't remember what it was I was watching. I was flicking through the channels and there was a sitcom on. I think it may have been The Big Bang Theory. And you know how you got the canned laughter? I always had yeah. this belief that the canned laughter was actually, and this was as a kid, whenever I was watching TV that had canned laughter, I always had this belief that the canned laughter was actually all the people at home watching it at that time. <laughs> so I thought, okay, I wanted to invite my cousin over for a sleepover one night, so I remember going up to the TV during this program and shouting into it and saying, hey, Rochelle, come for a sleepover tonight, because I thought she'd be watching and that she would hear me if everyone was laughing at home and they could hear each other. I thought, well, she could hear me putting a message down the TV. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so things yeah. you couldn't get your head around as a kid, and I think we'll have a look at that on the next podcast. I think we could have a bit of fun with that one. We could, we could. I should write it down so I don't forget. Things you couldn't get your head around as a kid. 
that laughing on the thing though, I always used to think that it was a um like a live studio audience laughing. Always. Oh right, yeah. But some of those shows aren't filmed in front of a live studio audience. Yeah. And you're like, fuck, that's a big studio. <laughs> and what's the whole point of it? I've always wondered that. Like I think it's to encourage you to laugh as well, so that you enjoy the program more. I tell you what though, if you want an idea of just how um how much canned laughter can make you almost laugh at things that aren't really that funny. Because not all canned laughter works for me. Like watching Friends, I don't laugh when the canned laughter's there. But if you go onto yeah. YouTube and actually Google Friends without the canned laughter, yeah, it's actually nothing but awkward. Yeah. Because there's no I laughter. Be, I wouldn't be surprised. Yeah. If you get a chance, do it. Because it's very awkward to watch because nobody's laughing at these jokes. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so I think it takes, yeah. it takes the watched, awkwardness out. I watched a thing the other night. It was an experiment done, and it was filmed secretly, and there was a guy on a train. Have you seen that? And the guy, he's got his headphones, and he's looking at an iPad, and he's watching something funny, and he starts to laugh, and he starts laughing quite loud. And, and it's to, just to judge the reaction of the people on the train, and it just proves that laughter is contagious, like it's quiet on the train, and then this guy starts laughing, and then someone else giggles a bit, and then they giggle, and then it just, it just becomes contagious. By the end of it, there's like 20 people on this train carriage all laughing. Oh, yeah. and it just started with this one guy. It's quite interesting. Yeah, I yeah. can see how that would happen, eh? Mm. But yeah, Google Google friends without or just sitcoms without canned laughter, and you, you'll see just how awkward they really are without the canned laughter inserted in there. I think it's quite interesting. I mean, okay, let's just give you a quick example before we wrap things up because I think time's running out. So if I said to you, "Hey, oh, and I was walking down the street the other day and I tripped over a stone," oh. 20. Crickets. <laughs> <laughs> or Oren, I was walking down the street the other day and I tripped over a stone. <laughs> <laughs> so, hello, you get the point, right? It's funnier when there's yep. canned laughter. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> All right, mate. 